So apologies first for not having uh, episodes out the last two weeks and to give a boatload of excuses. But I'm working this year. My resolution for 2021 was to give better excuses. So <laughs> I, I don't have a good excuse for not putting out episodes. But yeah, I'm sorry about that. But I'm back. Back and I'm better. There's a song for that, yeah? But I'm back and I'm better. I have never heard of it. Okay. Maybe I'll <laughs> listen to my song. If there's no song, imagine if you're your lyricist. Mm. Giving you a first line. <laughs> back and you're better. And with that, um, here's my guest. Let him introduce himself. He might be here saying his name. And maybe the streets don't know him like that. <laughs> so okay. what's your name? Uh, hi guys. <laughs> There's literally a bird where we are, so it's Hacking so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, my name is Alex. Uh, I am a human being. First. <laughs> well, confirm. <laughs> I am not a robot. <laughs> not a robot. <laughs> Okay, no, Bully's found it a bit uh, pressuring to have to introduce yourself and who you are, what you do. I would define yourself according to a certain niche. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Alex, I'm a doctor, I'm Alex, I'm a surgeon. What if you're Alex, the guy who cleans our corpses, though? Yeah, then you're Alex, the guy that cleans our corpses. Nobody wants to be friends with that guy. That's the sad part. <laughs> you know, you're the guy who cleans our corpses. You're kind of creepy, you say. <laughs> Also, would not be, I don't know, sex dating the Reaper or something. Dating the Reaper would be cool. That guy could, like, take you to other dimensions, what? bring you back to life. What was supposed to do on, the, on Valentine? He's like, babe, I got you something, man. <laughs> I got a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like, oh, shit. Uh, just think of all the creepy pasta stories you're going to be listening to. That would be amazing. Okay, yeah. No. I'm not dating the Reaper, thank God. And you know what they say about skinny guys. Okay, Alex, we're moving past this. <laughs> I have a reputation to keep to maintain. <laughs> but with that, okay. today's episode, I won't even give you a sneak peek as to what the episode is about. So, yeah, you just have to listen to the end. Or the starting, I mean. Mm. What's what? I'm thinking about, should I give him like a hint? But then I'm like. I also want them to listen to the rest of this podcast. Uh, so then you just give them crumbs. Okay. Just crumbs so that they can live. That's me. That's what the universe does with me. <laughs> give her crumbs to keep her alive. Yeah. yeah. Alive. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. <laughs> If you didn't do that to me, I'd be like, no, I'm calling it quits today. So I'm going to start with such a personal question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had sex? Have I ever had sex? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay, now I have 50 million questions after that. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I didn't expect yeah, you to good. be so... That's interesting. So open so about transparent it. Yeah, I was expecting you to be like, what do you mean? It's the 21st century. We're allowed. Yeah, lie a bit. Mm. But anyway, yeah. so it established your sexually active. I Yeah, you're not a virgin. <laughs> What's the one thing mm. you, you had, like the misconception you had about sex? Uh, one misconception. Hmm. I had a lot, <laughs> okay. if I'm being honest. Okay. But I'd say the biggest one 
mm-hmm. was okay you know before actually having sex your first for most people you're introduced to porn and porn is a little how i say brutal so i usually had it in the back of my mind that chicks should have been the more dominant species for so long because i see how they're treated in porn and they're like you like that mm-hmm. so yeah the biggest misconception i'd say was the kind of brutality that is featured in porn mm-hmm. so i tried to take it to the bed to the bedroom i feel like this bird is annoying me yeah so much okay <laughs> it was sent most definitely but don't think I'd transpire to it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So the biggest misconception, I, as I was saying, was the brutality in sex. I, you know, like, I, I thought that's what ladies like. Tried to, take to, tried to take it to the bedroom. As you can imagine, it did not end well. Mm. Yeah, chicks don't like being called sluts or such. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're that kind of chick, which is totally okay. I just feel like It, the context matters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alex, you've been in the street a bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> what? I am trying to educate. Okay, that's the one misconception you had. But what's the one thing mm-hmm. you wish you knew? Before uh, we move on, fun fact, I've now watched porn. So I'm glad I've actually... Never watched I've never been curious about watching other people have sex. It just it disgusts me. Really? I'm I'm 23 and if I see people making out in the movie I find something else to do. Wow. Yeah. That is You're going to have an <laughs> Yes, Jesus. <laughs> But not necessarily. Okay, I'm I'm still out there seeing. Okay, like well, that that's such a good uh I feel like it's such a good thing uh, because most people the it porn is very compelling and it's very gratifying to watch so you know at first when you come across it you're in your early teens and you don't think much of it but as you grow into your 20s you come to find that porn has grown into this crippling addiction and yeah that sucks yeah i'm sorry yeah but mm-hmm. i want to say mm-hmm. i'm just put that down <laughs> you've never watched porn. okay that's a bit odd i've never watched porn that's a bit odd because I, i don't i generally don't even like movies wait what If I could literally read all my movies, I would have. Oh, your book. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot more sense. So you could read porn, but... Well, not necessarily read porn, because I need, like, a storyline. I don't exactly. want... I don't want... The, <laughs> okay. Do you want pizza? I, Wait, it's part like that. I feel like we make so much fun about porn in movies, so maybe I just have the wrong conception perhaps, about Perhaps, perhaps. But then again, written porn is, I'd say, more compelling. I've tried to read I, yeah. some erotica and... Because yeah, it has stories. Because my favorite book is about... It's 11 minutes, I don't know if you know it, by Paolo Coelho. It's about mm. a prostitute. No, I reached the point not. where they uh. converse about everything that's going through it. Mm. We are taken out. We're taken through how she learned how to masturbate, mm. how she had sex, sex with her clients. You know? And for me, yeah. of course, the sex part was there because I was like, oh my goodness. Sex. Yeah. And I read Northern Class 8, so I was so confused. <laughs> But the more, because I've read it like four times, mm-hmm. it became, it, for me, it's a storyline. So I can't read erotica yeah. that does not have a purpose. Right. I just can't read because, oh my goodness, and then I came. Then... <laughs> okay, yeah, in, in, <laughs> in porn, in written porn's defense, no, no erotica starts and she banged me on the table <laughs> such. You know, there's always a backstory. She's yeah. a student. I was doing erotica pieces last year. Yeah. Last year, yeah, last year, the starting of last year, mm. I wanted to see if I could write erotica pieces. Mm. 
And I can, so you can. Yeah, <laughs> is, it, it, is it good? Was it good? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but what? Uh, what's the one thing you wish you knew about sex before you had it? I wish I knew mostly two things: mm-hmm. sex. Ah, uh, okay. Well, like I said, a lot of it I was getting from porn. I wish I knew that sex has it triggers more of your senses, not just the passion sense mm-hmm. like actual physical senses say smell taste i wish i knew sex had a scent <laughs> for one that would have saved me so much drama and, and here we bottle the scent of sex <laughs> by <Okay>. alex <laughs> <laughs> okay, very uh-huh. but yeah yeah i wish i knew because i'd have gone into it more prepared more mentally fortified like you know i'm gonna come across this and i should not be shaken for fuck's sake and i wish i also knew pull out is not an effective contraceptive method yeah pull out is trash you don't have a baby do you i do not have a baby so pull out has been working out for you no not necessarily i mean you know you only have to kind of blunder one time to kind of know that this is shit so yeah yeah like, oh, babes, i don't have my period <laughs> yeah we i had a pregnancy yeah, and i was like but i pulled out i was like yeah it could happen and then i googled it never google anything nah. <laughs> medically you'll be related. out here you'll just die you'll be out here relating and google is like you <laughs> might be three months pregnant <laughs> what and you will convince you baby it has the facts detailed as uh, literally all your symptoms right they're there yeah. and then they're telling you then the other ones that you don't have but you Ooh. wish you don't yeah <laughs> you shouldn't but yeah so yeah those two when was that pregnancy scare that was shortly after i finished high school oh shit so you're stupid stupid dumb as yeah. like a doorknob like just an experience as well <laughs> and one thing i wish i knew mm. And I keep on telling this to my small sister, is I wish someone told me protection is more than physical. True. Because no one told me you can l- fall in love. Okay, not necessarily fall in love, that's a big ass word, but mm. really like someone you mm. had sex with. Mm. No one told me your mental can go, because it literally, I don't know if this happens to people, but afterwards, I'm usually like, ha, nigga, quit. <laughs> not that I've not enjoyed it it's yeah. just that now I'm like okay so what's next so what's next yeah. you already reached the niche exactly but that was like if it was someone I don't like but if someone I like for me it's just like after that it's conversations sure. so no one told me that there's so, so much more after an orgasm sure. there's so much more after wearing a condom because okay so what if you're protected against pregnancy then you catch feelings true sure. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. psychological trauma. Never want yeah, to you sleep with one person, and then, um, and then they treat you like trash. After high school, um, before because I had sex when I was twenty, mm-hmm. so I finished high school when I was seventeen. So it's uh, two, three years where True. everyone around me was having sex but me, True. and I still hadn't outgrown the fact that okay, body counts don't matter because. You know, aunties, mothers. Yeah, the whole social, social media has been telling you <laughs> a girl should be sleeping with lots of people. Okay. So I don't know who I want it's to just sleep the with. One and yeah, you die and, and you die. With that. <laughs> that one is the one. True. So 
I'll see my friends sleep with people and I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Then I'll see someone sleep. So I had a friend of mine that was having sex with one guy. Yeah. And she was like, I'm faithful. Nini. So one day we we're going to get tested. I do safe sex awareness. Yeah. So we we're going to get tested. And for me, I'm like, fuck, I've never had sex. I got tested when I cleared high school yeah. for uni because I had to give my status. Yeah. Uni, HIV. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sure. I don't know why you say yes for syphilis, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So for me, I knew it was clean, clean, because why else would I have got that? Mm. So I'm going to get tested. Then my friend was now the one that's done that's faithful, mm. uh, got a virus, and the one that was sleeping around didn't. So for me, sex was so confusing. I was like, okay. Like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? Like, okay, shit. shit. I had a friend of mine um, who had an um, incomplete abortion, but I'm oh. 19. I'm another person who had a bad reaction to P2s, so I'm 19. Yeah. I know I don't want to be a virgin because never, I've never understood the whole concept of virginity. Mm-hmm. So I knew I wanted to have sex. But I'm also seeing someone that's having sex with multiple people having the best time of her life. Right. Another person doing the same with an incomplete abortion, another one faithful Ooh, with a virus, the oh, other oh. one with a... So I didn't know. Yeah. I know not a lot of people have these conversations about yeah. sex. Yeah. So even when you start talking about sex, I can't ask my friend that had an incomplete abortion what to do because she has no idea what to do. I just kids. Okay. And I want to come tell my mom, but my mom, how do I tell my mom? So I've been thinking about having sex, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you do not start a conversation with the baby woman. Like, like my mom, I feel like now my mom knows I do. Mm-hmm. She would just rather not know. Yeah, you, you'll act in ignorance. You know, you don't want to yeah. acknowledge the existence. Because I've told her about my birth control. Mm-hmm. So she knows if I'm on back control, I'm of not course, here protecting myself, you for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's also like, okay, I don't need to know. Because I feel like, oh, I'm going to sleep over at Nani's. Yeah. I feel like, I know, uh, I know, but I don't want to know. Wanna... <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. you see all this information about sex? No one told me, like, no one told me the protection that comes after condoms. Mm-hmm. after P2s, no one tells me psychological trauma that comes from sex True. emotional trauma yeah. mental trauma, because people get depression from sex, people get a lot of it from sex, yeah, mm-hmm. the resentment that builds up mm-hmm. also no one told me how painful losing your virginity is shit, <laughs> yeah it's me shit, <laughs> until I showered yeah. I didn't understand why I was doing this shit I didn't understand how my mom had four kids <laughs> Okay, it didn't get the concept that it gets better. The no, <laughs> like I knew it did. I just didn't understand why after feeling this, you go back. You'd go back to, to confirm. <laughs> I get why? It. I get it. I get it's it. like 90% statistics mm. say is that 90%, and then you want to be the 10%. Why? <laughs> why, my G? That was me. Yeah. Um, But it was just a confusing state for me. It was really, it was really, really a confusing state. Mm-hmm. But then, now that we're talking about like sex and first times, what mm. is your expectation about your first time? About my first time, I thought I would kill it. I thought I would get out of there just having, you know, this sense of satisfaction and ego back, ego boost. No big dick energy. energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you know I'd get out of there, man. But con. Like, it's the opposite happened. I got out of there feeling like trash. Oh, fun fact. I, I never have sex with virgins. Virgins are just the worst people to have sex with. You know, for girls, like you said, it hurts. And for guys, they have no idea what they're doing. 
So you put two versions together, which is my case. <laughs> you know, you just get a mayhem of awkwardness and just chaos and things you'd rather bury deep in your subconscious <laughs> and never revisit again. <laughs> so yeah, it was nothing like I expected it to be. Are you still seeing um, the girl you lost your virginity to? No, no, I am not. It was a one-time thing, and it, it ended as quickly as it started. We met on a bus. We were going to Rongai. We met on a bus. I said hi. We talked. Kind of hit it off. And she's actually a good person, mm-hmm. if I, to be honest. She was genuine. She was done a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we got to texting over the phone. And then the question of sex came up, and you're like, you're a virgin, I'm a virgin. It's about time we got rid of this. I mean, we're done with high school. Wow, What's next? wow. like it's the flu. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, now for her, I think she really liked me because she's the one that actually uh, prompted this question. Like, have you ever had sex? Would you like to? And I was just kind of floating in the scene, just going along with everything that was happening. And, yeah, so... When I kind of got out of that, I felt I felt uh, bad for her, for mm-hmm. one. And I also felt bad about myself because I felt like uh, I'd, I'd exposed myself. And I feel like this guilt, it's kind of a bias that comes with social conditioning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're told not to engage in sex until such a, such a time. Or, you know, a lot of misconception and ignorant information is passed around, especially in black families about sex yeah they don't have the open-mindedness of i'm sorry to say caucasian people not that caucasian people are the standard to look up to but i like the open-mindedness in the sense that you know they'll be willing to tell you what what's fact and what's what's not black people want to hold on to this sense of moral obligation that kind of causes them to either over-exaggerate or underplay things. You know, they'll say, if you have sex, you know, this and this is going to happen. They'll over-exaggerate the fear of disease. They'll over-exaggerate the fear of hell if you're from a religious family, which I take it most people are. They'll they'll over-exaggerate a lot of things. And then they'll downplay the actual important facts of having sex, you know. Who are you having sex with? Are you emotionally, mentally, spiritually connected to this person. And then another thing most people, even Caucasians, are guilty of ignoring is that sex is more than just a physical act. I feel like it has, for something to shake you that much psychologically, I feel like it has certain, you could call it spiritual affects or spiritual consequences or, you know, whatnot. But I'd like to think of them more like a transfer of energy and Mm -hmm. such such that you find you have sex with a person and you kind of take on kind of affects of your personalities if they're easily tempered and you weren't you have sex with them you find you're easily triggered all of a sudden out of the blue and you can't map it out you can't understand where this is coming from because that's never happened to me exactly so (laughs) but (laughs) am i having sex wrongly No, no, you're not. Perhaps you just like enough to have sex with the good, good people. Yeah, yeah, the right kind of people. Not necessarily good people, but the right kind like of people. Like good people for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, you have that mental fortitude to not, to kind of block uh, certain affects from, you know, attaching. Like you said, sex, the aftermath of sex is, you know, emotional. You mm-hmm. get attached, kind of get spurs of anxiety. I think that happens more. Mm-hmm. 
when you attach not you attach the person to the act exactly which is what happens most people do that yeah. yeah they're like okay if i do this with this person it means this, this person will means lead, something yeah will lead to this and this and this and that's something i had to unlearn mm. i had to unlearn that but i feel you could even be victimized even if you're just doing it casually for casual sake because a lot of people i've known to have sex casually with different partners the a large number of different partners over a short span of time eventually it kind of catches up to them and they're like the mental uh, state is in disarray they don't recognize who they are anymore and they have this sense of i think also that living. you need to be sexually aware yeah. for yourself also sure. wait another thing i wish i learned mm-hmm. about sex yeah. was you don't get pregnant the first time you have it my mom was always telling me that she's like a boy will tell you just this one time then you have triplets <laughs> i was always scared wait what yeah, that was the that was my mom's idea of sex. Okay, no, what you said back then, like you you can't get pregnant if you have it the first. No, time. like it it does it, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you have sex today mm. you'll get pregnant today. Because oh. my mom had kept it in a way of yeah. the moment, like a chicken. You see how a chicken just has exactly sex, like, those are the exa- and that's <laughs> I feel like that's the nini. That's the kind of uh of exaggeration that comes with the nini trying to cling on to that this sense of morality mm. when it comes to sexual matters you overplay certain things because i don't think in having sex a baby is the worst thing that happen to you i think aids is the worst thing that can happen another thing about sex not necessarily sex with someone else but sex with myself is being brought up around religious people wait sex with yourself like jacking like masturbating like masturbating yeah, yeah. self-love <laughs> <laughs> touching yourself yeah. exactly okay. self-service so <laughs> we done on the puns. Okay, yeah. I okay, moving on. on. <laughs> so yeah. as we as brought around very religious people. So I was constantly being told if you're masturbating means yeah. you're having sex with a spirit. Exactly. And nini. Okay. So for me I was always scared. Yeah. And one day I did it and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this Oh Jesus. It's like coming over cocaine with no side effects. I finally understood what I saw. There's a tweet that someone was saying the forbidden fruit that Eve ate was masturbation. And I finally understood because I was like, I'm not ever going back. <laughs> this wasn't created for for man to enjoy. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I feel like. Like, I'm my best cheerleader. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody knows yourself as good yeah, as you. Like, who? You know exactly where the button is. Yeah, like, this is just need to sleep. Sometimes I'm like, I need to sleep by 10 and I'm not sleepy. I'm like, who? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah I do it. I pass out. <laughs> Literally, like, I pass out. Cold. Uh, yeah, I've been a victim of that guilt strip of touching oneself. Like, especially, the church really hates that. The same salvation is linked to demonic possession and spirituality and such and whatnot. I call it bullshit because, I mean, you know, how why would you blame someone for touching themselves? It's literally no different from scratching your head. Or exactly. Your head. I'm literally just... It's like when I shower, then someone yeah. tells me, washing yourself. Or, you know, suppose, and it's a kind of stigma that comes... It's that kind of stigma that causes a lot of people to kind of live in torment of, you know, basic things. Things that shouldn't, you know, be a qualm to, like... Uh, yeah, like don't get us wrong. We, we respect people's religions. Mm. We really do. We just think there's some things that we have to unlearn as human beings. Right. Yeah. Because right. I've had this conversation when we're coming to record this episode, and we're like, 
no <laughs> no no like, like <laughs> it's fine if that's your belief it really is mm. but like don't let that be your only sense of direction i feel like uh there's a there's a, there's a certain notion <clears throat> where you pledge allegiance to knowledge substantial factual proven knowledge until other knowledge comes up to disprove the knowledge that you currently believe in and i feel like that would be a better path for man to take you know because you know it's not it's factual it's substantial but that's what i do like i don't necessarily i'm i won't i even told you i don't identify as an atheist because mm-hmm. i put good because i believe the universe mm. if this, i told you if this thing can survive four billion years yeah. it can survive doing me a solid <laughs> True. so i play that in the universe mm. but at the same time I am always ready to learn something new. It's yeah, it's not like you've closed yeah. your mind to the universe. The universe. God no, no. And that's the end of if all. If tomorrow someone comes and tells and me, tells okay, me this, this is something, I'll this. go research into it. Mm. I don't want to block it out just because I don't agree, agree with it. With it. Yeah. Or because you I don't know. Or because whatever religion you believe in now says that you shouldn't believe in yeah. anything else. It's just knowledge. Mm. And... <clears throat> In this direction of knowledge, um, Alex, I'm going to ask you, like, what's the one, like, not even one thing, like, what have you learned so far? Because you, you told me mm-hmm. when you, before you had sex, the misconception you had was uh, girls like being dominated. Oh, yeah. Then no, you thought you'd be, <laughs> be out here being a legend, giving the A team the first time you had sex. So now that you've had sex, I'm assuming with multiple people. It's not that many. It's just like two. Two thousand? Twenty two hundred two 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 human beings. I've had sex with two human beings. I'm very proud. Okay. I feel like I know the second human being. Do I know her? Okay. Probably. (laughs) That makes me feel good. I like knowing things. I don't know. I feel like information is power. (laughs) (laughs) How is that gonna help you? Like you're gonna come to me when I'm a billionaire something years from now and be like, I know the second person. You didn't pull out my (laughs) G. But like what have you learned so far? Okay, what I've learned so far is that in in matters relating to sex or just life generally. Okay, now we're doing sex, but you can spread up. In matters relating to sex, as a guy, uh moderation is key. Especially in sex as a guy. Because, you know, unlike girls, which is something you come to learn over time, guys experience something called the plateau phase. It's where you come and then there's the release of dopamine and serotonin, the love hormones. And then right after you want to sleep because of certain neurotransmitters released in your brain. I don't know what that means because I feel like I, I feel the same. I'm like, who? But now, scientifically speaking, for chicks, you don't experience that because that's which gives rise to the feeling. Can I make you make question my gender? No, no, no. Just, I don't appreciate it. Hear it, <laughs> hear it out. Uh-huh. You don't experience that. Okay, you might feel sleepy because, you know, sex is effort. It's yeah. energy expanded. Nobody but is. you don't experience that plateau after orgasm, which gives rise to the phenomenon of multiple orgasms, you know, mm. like how you can have one after the other, the other, each mind women going are first. You know, you know, women like you people, you're not gods, you're just lucky. With gods. You're just lucky as hell. <laughs> so, yeah. Meant to be worshipped, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, you wish. <laughs> yeah, so as a guy, I'd say sex, in matters according to sex, moderation is key, especially because of something called semen retention. You might have heard of this in the internet or some YouTube channel or somewhere. I haven't, but, but maybe because I don't have semen. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, semen retention is this phenomenon where you kind of retain, uh, from you kind of abstain from uh, coming or orgasming, so that you can hone that uh, sexual energy and use it in more productive matters, such as you know, skills or, or perfecting skills, learning something, or even creating something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works very well. I feel I find that when I haven't had sex for long periods of end. I'm more productive than when I'm actively, constantly sexually engaging. And then another thing, this is as much true for guys and girls. Don't have sex uh, as a as a kind of like a <clears throat> competitors, you know, uh, show off. Yeah. You know, don't have sex with multiple women to kind of like boost your ego, your ego, or kind of like show people how much of a man you are. And I feel like this is such a fucked up. Uh, sentiment that is perpetuated on the boy child, you know, like the more people you have sex with, the more manlier you are. I feel like it does damage on you one way or another. I feel like you need to have sex with people you actually connect with, people you respect, people whose energies resonate with yours so that you don't have to deal with the mental baggage of having to, you know, kind of deal with the trauma comes with, you know, hoeing around yeah. and whatnot. Plus, it also saves you stress from STIs and whatnot. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I feel like you've learned so much. I have. I'm just here vibing. Checking orgasms. It's whatever tickles your fancy. Just make sure the person, your energy, is, they match. That's very. That's true. Because that's important. one thing I learned, actually. Yeah. Um, so I told you, I believe in the universe. So that means mm. I believe in energies. Yeah. So. Um, how do I put this in the best way? Like, I don't believe, you see, okay, not that I don't believe, but I've never experienced the part that I've carried someone else's energy, mm-hmm. but I have experienced the being drained part. Because mm-hmm. as much as sex is physical, mm-hmm. after that, a part of me, if I did it, because I'm not having sex with someone I don't know, trust, okay. I'm not having sex with someone I'm not connected with. Mm-hmm. So when I do that, and then I feel like the connection from me is stronger than you. I, it drains me so I can, so I can yeah. meet and yeah, be at 100. So I'm giving 50, you're giving 20, I'll push myself to give 80. Yeah, so and that, that, yeah, it drains, yeah, and it drains me. And that's something I, I learned. Okay. But have sex with people that are giving the same energy you're giving. Yeah. If the frequency yeah. you're in is to just bump genitals, meet <laughs> someone that just wants to bump genitals, you know? <laughs> Yeah, okay, you shouldn't be that frequency because I feel like it causes havoc. There's a frequency to be in. There's your genuine, uh, altruistic. Yeah, like if you're with someone that frequency. is like, okay, I want to be a friend, yeah. but I don't want a relationship, but I want our genitals to know each other. Bump. Yeah, I mean, if I'm cool with it, you're cool. You're with cool. It. <laughs> but don't be in the in the place where you're vibrating in a frequency of mm. okay. So for me, I'm looking for a boyfriend, and, and you, you just want something casual. Yeah, and you, and you yeah, just yeah. Yeah, that's a cocktail. That would constantly drain you because you're constantly trying to fix the parts of his emotional or yeah. her emotional yeah. um pull out. <laughs> you're trying to fill that void yeah. with sex, so you're constantly having sex with the hope of. If you give in to the physical, he he or she will give. I'm using he because uh, I'm a girl. Mm. But if you give in to the physical, the person will give in to the emotional. Sure. Or sometimes you just want someone spiritual. Or someone just moves you mentally. Sure. So that's something I learned. I learned to fuck people that want to fuck me. 
<laughs> you know? But I'm hot, so yeah. most people want to fuck it's, me. It's, it's, it's only for you. <laughs> yeah. It's going to have to be a check. <laughs> but like, fuck people that mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. who you are, what you stand for, mm-hmm. uh, so that even afterwards, you don't feel like it's a scene. Mm-hmm. And also, another thing I've learned is if you're, because for me, I'm a serial monogamist. <laughs> So, <laughs> legit, I'm a proud serial monogamist. If I'm sleeping with Alex, I'll mm-hmm. sleep with Alex for like six months straight. Mm-hmm. If we break up, mm-hmm. or if our sexual uh, entanglement ends, mm-hmm. I'll stay celibate for like five months least. Wow. Because my mind, I'm like, okay, I need to start building. Filter out yeah. Alex makes yeah, and exactly. Because right? I'm not about to get over you by being under someone. True, true. And that never works. Yeah. Don't get over. Don't rebound. Rebound. It'll just leave you feeling trapped. So I also learned you need to park in your in your realm. Like mm-hmm. I I can't sleep around because that's not who I am. So if I sleep around, to fuck me up. Mm-hmm. If you're not a serial monogamist, don't force monogamy on yourself because then that will drain you. Because you're trying to cover up mm-hmm. what is really in your you know in your energy in your aura, mm-hmm. and it's not fair. To you or the person you're sleeping with. But the concept of monogamy to me uh, is kind of distorted in the sense that people think having sex with this one person is healthy. And it is, but it's usually because of the pre- or pre- 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 presumed social conce- context. Yeah. I feel like you could actually engage in different motivations. No, I could. I just choose not to. If you how you are at a place of mutual understanding you know each every partner like it's full transparency and oh, the yeah. energies match and like in such a case i would see how it would be conceivable to have multiple sexual partners okay for me that's fine if you're not if you're into sleeping with multiple people be honest about it with the people you're sleeping with yeah. be careful be safe look and into all contraceptions that, all that. yeah that's so, you know just be meticulous about it yeah. no you know, if you're working from a place of knowledge, I feel like the universe is wired in such a way that you cannot lose. As long as you know every step meticulously, mm-hmm. if you're working from Even a if you're not like 100% knowledgeable about that position, you yeah. have knowledge enough yeah, to know to, how to maneuver around true, it. Because for me, I learned about proper protection, mm-hmm. like uh, contraceptions, um, when I was 21, going to 22. Because mm. when I learned, because in my mind, all I was taught is birth control pills, condoms, and no, tying my tubes. Yeah. I've never, <laughs> never given, I would have tied my tubes because I don't want kids. Right. But, um. The, the more, less dramatic way. No, I can do that. It's just that like people right now are like, you'll grow out of it. So I'm waiting for until the time people will stop giving a fuck about my age <laughs> and just tie these things. But until then, really? I needed to learn. Mm. I didn't know you can get. And then a hormonal impact uh, implant. Yeah. I didn't get you can get I didn't know you can have the IUDs. I didn't know the IUDs react with people. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the effects of P2s. Because apparently P2s is a bomb that goes like it goes to your body and then it blows up. Everywhere. Yeah. So that means you know collateral damage. Yeah. So your uterus collateral damage. Mm. I didn't know all this information. Wow. And yeah, yeah, which is what I'm saying. If you're working from a place of knowledge, you there's no way you can so do So I feel like there's so much about sex that we're never taught. Mm-hmm. And that's why this month, I'm giving you another snippet of this month. This month, I'm doing a whole conversation around okay. this month and March. Because sex can take a 
like four weeks yeah like, conversation <laughs> so today we started with mm-hmm. sex for the first time and things we wish we knew things we don't know right and things we're learning on the way <laughs> so yeah is any words of wisdom to virgins and virgin. other people figuring their sexual auras if you're a virgin don't have sex with another virgin just <laughs> don't put yourself to that please <laughs> you will never forgive yourself that experience will flash back in your mind at 3 a.m. and it will wake you up and you feel like shit. But I might be able to exaggerate. Yeah. It's just that my experience was trash mm-hmm. having sex with another virgin. So, yeah. Uh, people who are finding themselves sexually, uh, huh. sex is a gender. Sexual intercourse is the act. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I got that from Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, google.com. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh, if you're just finding yourself, actually, don't be impatient with yourself. You have no idea how the universe unfolds. So don't want to figure everything out all at once. It's step by step. Chill, chill, fuck mm-hmm. out. You know. Um, it's just thing I like. About mental, it's about mental health, but mm-hmm. then we can use it now. Okay. Growth is never linear. True. Yeah. True. My advice to virgins is first find someone that's sexually okay to talk about her sex, his or her sex life. So you can learn as, as you grow in your sex life, you also, it's like having a sexual mentor. So <laughs> <laughs> <Not> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, um, never be, if, and I tell my sister also, yeah. like, always have, always talk about it. Because right. the only way we can end the stigma around sex mm. is by talking about sex. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way around it. My advice to people figuring themselves out, mm. I think at some point I'm also part of that group. Because I'm 23, so I'm figuring myself <laughs> out. Aren't we all, even if you're 40, you're still... <laughs> you're still figuring you know, yourself some out. people get to 40 and realize, holy shit, like maybe girls. I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you you have a whole ass family mm. and you're like, how, how are you going to go about this? Bruce Jenner. Caitlyn now. Um. <laughs> so, for those ones that are figuring themselves out, my yeah. advice will be, mm. let's hold hands. In this bandwagon of confusion and drive to the destination. We both, we all don't know the destination, but let's drive and make merry in the wagon and <laughs> scream and just be okay. Be okay with who you are, right. how your growth is going. If you try girls today, then you find out, no, you like guys. And tomorrow you find out, hey, I might like both. Be okay with it. Right. Never feel the need to box yourself society has told you to do it yeah do not look for opinions about sex on social media you yeah. just you either uh hype you up a little too much or just put you down yeah so yeah and we'll be out here giving 10 seconds and someone is like i give 10 hours and then now you're feeling shit about yourself <laughs> so yeah yeah comparing is not don't do that just <laughs> find someone that's very honest to their sex life right as you go through the journey but that's it from us. Mm-hmm. From my guest. Yeah, he's wise and shit. And he's so calm. His energy is just <laughs> so relaxing. So, yeah, that's Alex. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming. And as we end the podcast, remember to be kind and spread love. Thank you. Yes.